I'm Darren. And this is Lauren. Welcome to the Lone Star Cyber Podcast. Well, good morning, Darren and our listeners on the Lone Star Cyber Podcast. Really excited to be with y'all this morning and to be here today with Valerie Menchaca, who's the director of the Bernie Independent School District's P-Tech Academy, which is an innovative program focused on cybersecurity workforce development and academic advancement. Yes, thank you. It's great to be back. And, and, you know, we've, we've spoken a lot on the podcast about talent, workforce development, the talent shortage is 600,000 cybersecurity jobs left unfilled. Uh, and in many cases, this is leading to a, an arms race for qualified people. And, and there aren't enough folks to actually fill those roles. So just outside of San Antonio, we have a local district, a uh, school district, that's addressing the talent and skills issues directly. So the Bernie ISD Independent School District has a program for high school students to help them build the knowledge, core skills, and abilities to compete in the cybersecurity marketplace directly out of high school, setting these folks up for success, including internships, certifications, and the possibility of an associate's degree coming out of high school. Uh, so, Valerie, welcome. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so, this is, um, I'm with, still within the first year of being here at Bernie ISD. I was brought in specifically for um, our Pathways of Technology technology early college with a focus in cybersecurity. Um, just to plug Bernie, I see it's a great, great into independent school district to work for. Uh, very welcoming. They allow you to grow. Um, and in this, I've been able to, from the ground up, help develop this program that we have. Um, this is my 20th year in education. Started off as a classroom teacher, was there for uh, 13 years, three years in um as an instructional coach, data specialist, and then uh, was able to open up a STEM academy in another district, and then now here at Bernie in the director position for uh, P-TECH. That's fantastic. Yeah, can you talk to us a little bit about what P-TECH is? I mean, it seems like it's a program that's broader than just Bernie, but like, how did Bernie find out about it or get involved and start, you know, standing up our own here. Absolutely. So uh, P-TECH, in, in education, we love our acronyms, Pathways <laughs> of Technology and Early College, applies for um, not only for cybersecurity, you can have it in construction, you can have it in various work fields. What we found out in Bernie is that the community has recognized that there is a need for STEM, IT, and cybersecurity, uh, followed by health, science, construction, education, and hospitality. Those other four we had already addressed it. Um, prior to the academy, we already have 18 um, pathways of study, but our cybersecurity was a little bit lacking. And what we had observed from other districts is that uh, with joining with a junior college, you could provide the program for the students, as well as giving them the opportunity of an industry-based certification, a level one certificate, or that possibility of that associate's degree. And so we have partnered with the Alamo Community Colleges, Northwest Vista uh, specifically, uh, for this program. So Bernie to Northwest Vista is a drive. Um, and in most models, the students are bused to that particular college. In our model, our students will have classes at the local high school, our Champion High School. If they're at Bernie High School, they come over to the classes at Champion. And we have teachers who basically will be um, adjunct faculty. So that's how we'll be able to provide those uh, 
college courses to our, our students. It's not just a college course, it's a dual credit course. So as they're taking those college courses, they're also taking or rather get earning high school credit. If they follow the plan from A through Z, they'll be able to graduate with their associates um, in information assurance and cybersecurity. Excuse me, that's their certificate, information assurance and cybersecurity. And the associate's degree would be information security and assurance. That's fantastic. You know, the as I think back to high school and the AP classes mm-hmm. that got you college credit, it just makes total sense that you're know, taking that AP level and of course, with with the college track, getting that associates is just a just a fantastic way to to really launch folks into the career and and, and the curiosity and 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 all of that. Um, you know, thinking back to my eighth grade, uh, I had <laughs> no idea what I wanted to right. do. My shorts were too tight. You know, it just it was an awkward time in sure. in, in life, right? So how, like, you know, you have a academic night for, for eighth grade and ninth grade. And what, what does that look like? I mean, I envision a high school dance with, you know, the, the, the geekiest folks kind of not wanting to engage, but how do you get them like built into the, to, to and driving them towards, towards this fantastic career path? Well, even before the academic night, the eighth graders um, take their CCRM class. It's a CCRM, again, another acronym, college career military readiness that we have the students go through. Um, the teachers are already doing discovery inquiries, um, activities for the students to try to help focus what is it you're interested in. Um, with the two high schools, we have our career technolo- technology education courses, the 18 I spoke of. They go on tour. They go to Bernie High School to see what we offer there. They go to Champion High School to see what we offer there. Um, I myself was at one of them telling them about the, the program. Then when they finally come to the academic nights, both one night at Bernie and one night at Champion High School, um, we're there to give the parents even more information. So there is a lot of dialogue. Um, that is an issue that I do discuss with parents. I'm not saying that the child needs to chuck off what they're going to do for the rest of their life when they're 13 and 14. Many of us as adults have changed careers multiple times, but it allows the students to see what is out there because you just don't know what you don't know. And so with this program, even though currently we have 74 students who have signed up for our first cohort beginning August uh, 2022, um, the plan is to do everything that we can to ensure that they finish the program. So not only is it a dual credit opportunity for them, but it allows for us, since we're working so closely with the students, to build that relationship. And I want—I mean us, I mean myself, I mean the teachers who will be part of this program. Relationships are the key. So you have students, some who are ready for dual credit college courses and some who just need that academic or that emotional support um, to allow them to see that they can do this, yeah. they, they can be successful. Exactly. And then they on the practicums, they actually get to go out in the workforce. That will be a year, school year, 25, 26. So I wish I could tell you for sure this is our individual's part of the practicum. It's a little bit, but we, we do have those conversations going on already. Yeah, that's incredible. And 74 seems like a really sizable first cohort. Yes, so you must very, be really very excited. excited about that. Yeah. So how does it work? Is it uh, then entirely separate program for the 9 through 12 years? So as you're, you know, the classes are different also for the high school part, or is it more that it's layered on? And so they're going through the standard, you know, kind of 9 through 12 curriculum that they would be if they weren't part of the program, but then also 
you know, doing these other, you know, courses at the college and getting involved in these different internships. So it's just, as you mentioned, layered on. So next year, our freshmen will be taking two courses that are geared, uh, that are part of their actual plan in the fall. They'll be taking their interpreting and supporting client operating systems. That will be their first college course that we will have them. And that's taking place of their high school fundamental computer science. And then in the spring, they'll be taking intro to networks. So we're, that's that slow model. The next year, we're going to layer on four more classes. And then the next year, we're going to layer on additional classes. So we are actually a school within a school. We will be housed at Champion High School. Um, again, you don't have to be a champion high school student to participate. If you are at Bernie High School and you are more than welcome to speak to me, we can go ahead and get you into the program if it fits our, if it fits your schedule. But their uh, junior year is when they really start taking college algebra. They start taking the college history. So that's where those additional courses come, uh, come in. And then their senior year is packed full of practicums, packed full of practicums. Excellent. Well, how, how hands-on is the work once they get to that level? Is Are there labs? Are there is it kind of virtual environments? What Can you kind yes, of walk yes us through what yes. that looks like? Yeah. From, uh, now, remember, we're starting, so you know we haven't really done it yet, but the plan is is the kids will be at work at uh, practicums. They'll be working alongside another individual in cybersecurity, if it means fixing, if it means going, if it means, you know, whatever that individual is doing, that's how they're to be used. Um, our practicums are future practicums in cybersecurity, as in all of our CTE courses are not come and file for me. We really vet our individuals who agree to be, to work with us in practicums that our students learn and are actually in the field doing something. Um, our CTE director, Heather Willis, is uh, very, very detailed when it comes to making sure that those practicums are student worthy, as well as our students um, really come out learning and being able to network within that area. Yeah, that's incredible. And so just for the folks that are listening and they're, you know, interested in this, I mean, so it sounds like it is a commitment going into the high school years, right? So you do need to make sure that you're, you know, aware of it and asking the questions, Mm -hmm. um, you know, up to that point, right? Um, And then are there ways also, though, let's say that there's a, a 10th grader who, you know, is interested in getting exposed, probably not through the actual universities, right? But are there any overlaps between what the program is doing and then kind of broader at, you know, Champion or Bernie to help, you know, share the love of some of this education? So um, of our 74, we have one who will be a sophomore next year. Um, We know that uh, this particular student, he will be He's a class of 2025, so that his senior year, he will not have the full practicum opportunities currently in his senior year. However, this program is a six-year program. So once you start, you have six years to finish. So in that conversation with the child and his family, it was discussed, okay, you need to understand that you might need to go and finish that at Northwest Vista. We are looking at uh, points where students can come in and just take that dual credit class, don't necessarily have to declare cybersecurity as their program of study, but still have that opportunity not only to learn the information, but to earn that dual credit. Um, some programs that, uh, some P-TECH programs are very black and white. Either you're in or you're not. And I will say that our administration from Dr. Price down was very adamant that the students have the opportunity not only to be part of a program, but if they want to do band, if they want to do athletics, if they want to do UIL, which takes a lot of time, that we be able to offer these programs that we can go through that gray and allow that child to have that full high school experience if they want to. They don't necessarily have to. So I'm willing to work with any interested family or child 
because this is an opportunity. This yeah. is this is the only out of our 18 programs, the one that you can get a full associate's degree. I will say, though, we do have AP courses. We have on-ramping. We have courses with Angela State, Northwest Feaster. So this isn't the only way, but I am a little bit biased. Well, yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's really fascinating that, I mean, let's face it, cybersecurity world, we spend enough time sequestered in front of our computers, yes, we in do. the labs, in the you know, in the environment, uh, in the data center. So, you know, having that tapestry, you know, and, and helping to encourage that diversity of experience. And I mean, I benefited from it in high school. Uh, you know, I could have gone all AP, I could have gone all football, I could have gone all this, all that. And having all of those experiences is just part of the, the fantastic uh, high school piece. I think one of the things that, you know, for the students out there that maybe, maybe I should have led with is, you know, with this talent shortage uh, that we've seen, I mean, I think I was looking the other day and entry level cybersecurity jobs are $100,000 a year prospects, right? And the degree requirements, the four-year degree requirements are disappearing as well. So coming out of high school with an associate's degree, absolutely, it's it's an opportunity to go on and, and get your bachelor's mm-hmm. and master's and all that stuff. Uh, but with the cost of higher education these days, you know, coming out and having a career and then deciding what you want to specialize in is just a phenomenal opportunity. Um, so for the students out there that are considering this, it is a, uh, it is a growing field and it is also a, a potentially lucrative uh, endeavor, you know, right out of high school or out of college. Um, you know, with a lot of opportunities out there for internships and other things. And we've talked about this previously on on the podcast, um, but just in our own personal backgrounds, you know, now absolutely being extremely entrenched in the cybersecurity field. But I mean, I didn't have a computer science degree in my higher education. um, And what bridged the gap, obviously, was that hands-on experience. Mm -hmm. It was actually, you know, the the jobs that I then did after that that uh, took me there. And so the fact that you're providing these students exposure and the opportunity to not just learn in course of study, but to also get some of that immersion. Um, I mean, it's really providing them a leg up yeah. as they look forward. Well, and we're, we're, we're um, as far as our listenership, what we're really trying to do over the long term is to, to, to reach the students, to reach the potential employers, to kind of bridge some of that gap in San Antonio and help everybody understand what what's out there. So for, for any potential you know, sponsors or supporters out there, um, you know, how, how do they, how can they contribute expertise or sponsorship? Like, what are your needs in terms of, um, you know, longer term support to really make this, you know, to really knock it out of the park? Well, the, the first would be equipment devices as um, we advance, technology advances, and there's nothing worse than teaching from materials or a device that's three, four years old that you might think, oh, it's good enough. It's not. It's simply not. Um, and the, the smallest level coming, being willing to come and speak to the students to express, this is what I do. Show, show yourself in, if we can come to you to see what you do. I know thinking you can see cybersecurity in action is, you know, kind of silly to think about, but what exactly do you do on a daily basis? Um, how, how I can have my students relate to that and to understand, Hey, this is something I want to do, or you know what? Maybe it's not. And we've, you've already eliminated that 
racking up that college, you know, funds, you know, where you just spend so much money to realize what you don't want to do. I will say of the 74 students, they are all eager. I spent the last two days enrolling them um, in Northwest Visa. They finished their applications. They had one student turn to me and say, I'm a college student now. And I said, well, yes, uh, you're also still an eighth grader who's going to be a ninth grader next year. But Yes, and took a picture of it and wanted to show his older sister he was in college before she was. So um, just being able for the students to see, and of course, any type of monetary that anybody would like to, you know, bless us with, I, I would be extremely grateful. Yeah, I'll, I'll sign up for the speaking, and, and frankly, I, I've got a number of folks that I think would awesome. be willing to do that. We, there's a, a local, I'm, I'm also a, a board member of the local ISSA chapter, um, Alamo ISSA, and they periodically have events. And uh, there's a number of folks there that I I think would be interested in coming out and talking, whether it's uh, just kind of awareness of what they're doing Mm -hmm. or whether it's uh, recruiting for, uh, you know, for, for folks. I mean, entry level in cybersecurity is a really hot market Mm -hmm. and people are looking at, okay, do we have to hire somebody that has too much experience and we have to overpay them? Or do we have to hire somebody with no experience and spend a boatload of money to train them? Right. And so you're kind of in that middle where as this pipeline starts developing, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's an internship, it's an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a lot of fantastic opportunity there. So. We're very excited um, to see what comes in the next couple of years. Um, and as always, um, you know, we're, we're learning as we grow. And if, if what we're teaching the children or what we're expecting of the children doesn't hit that mark, then, then we need to know that so that they do leave us prepared and not, um, two steps behind because we weren't informed. Yeah. So on the, on the partnerships with the, the, Community colleges mm-hmm. locally um, is is does that I know it provides instructors and and um, you know expertise and, and credits and things like that. Or is there access to labs and kind of absolutely? Kind of yeah. So once our students have been accepted by the Alamo College uh, colleges, they are a full student. And for us, it would be at Northwest Vista. As I mentioned earlier, a typical uh, P Tech Academy would have us taking the students, but because of the distance. Right now, that is kind of a, a challenge. However, last week, um, Alamo Colleges did break ground on the Northwest Education and Training Center, which is over there off of I-10 and the Balcony Heights Boulevard area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a $23 million complex, 11 classrooms, 12 cybersecurity computer labs. So we're very excited that maybe in the next two to three years we can be visiting there. Um, as well as have, uh, you know, our teachers on campus. But the students have access to the library, have access to um, any of the student services as well as campuses as any regular Northwest Vista student does. They will be going in July to actually tour the campus um, so they can see if they were going, what it was, and, and they'll receive their, they're all very excited about that ID. Um, but we have had great uh, success working with the Dean of Academic Supports, Patrick Fornot, um, our other Dean of Academic Success, Russell Forhart, um, our Chief High School uh, individual, Samantha Gallegos, and then a close uh, in course, uh, our dual credit director, who I think I speak to on a daily basis, Ms. Julie Brom. So we, um, this, this collaboration is awesome. It, we are actually Northwest Vista's first early college. The other institutions do have several. Um, so we are very excited to be uh, the first for them. And there is just so much collaboration and support that we have from them. 
It's just, it's really exciting to hear. I mean, I actually got to benefit from a, a similar program, but college to grad school. And I mean, the impact that it had in being able to help propel, um, it's, it can be huge. Um, you know, so I think that for the students who are motivated and have the hunger for learning, which to be honest, that's probably in my mind, that and problem solving are like the two core tenets that will make you successful in this field, mm-hmm. um, you know, and over the long term. And so to be able to start honing those skills and, and that diligence, um, you know, as early as high school, when, t- as you mentioned, yeah. like, mm-hmm. for us, right, that was still probably before we had any idea about, I hadn't even heard of cybersecurity in yeah. high school, right? So I think it's just a really incredible opportunity and really excited for your first cohort. Well, the, the community college aspect, I mean, you know, I was already in my cybersecurity career, but I, I you know, City College of San Francisco, I was leveraged for a number of their fantastic courses. And, you know, just sitting there late at night picking locks and, and <laughs> you know, doing pen testing and, and, you know, along with some rather shady characters, frankly. But it was, it was, you know, it was, it was great to get the hands on and that, yes. that piece of it, especially at the young age, you know, if, if, if you're able to, to actually look at the physical impact of what you're doing, whether it's control systems, IOT, whether it's, you know, on the screen and watching, you know the other the other computer do what you want it to do that that to me is so important with especially with the younger folks to get you know to actually have that practical experience and actually be able to like realize wait a second you know this isn't just uh you know lines of code or command line or or uh you know virtual machines this is something that actually can impact you know the real world mm-hmm. um yeah, that's. I think that's. Um, it's it's fantastic, and to be able to do that at the level that you're doing it is is phenomenal. So, thank you. And um, the other thing that I I to piggyback off of that is our students don't have to go away. We're offering this here. Um, UTSA has a four year cybersecurity program, so if students would like to stay in the area and continue, they can. Because before you would have to ship off your child some other place. Yeah. Um, so being able to bring this local is just just amazing. I think. Well, one and just a shameless plug moment here. Uh, we have uh, the ISSA chapter here has scholarships, several oh, scholarships awesome. that are available for local colleges. So, if there are students looking to go to UTSA, looking to continue with one of the community colleges, uh, there are scholarships available uh, for them annually, uh, and we're looking to grow that as well. So, opportunity to get. Uh, you know, into that space. And, and frankly, the, you know, we don't always get a lot of applicants. So that's a, it's a good uh, opportunity for folks out there. Well, please get ready now that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the info. Thank you. Any, any closing comments that uh, you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, other than we are just so grateful that y'all are here today to hear what we're doing. Um, welcome you back at any time. Love for you to speak to some of the students once we get this going. Um, and uh, look forward to working with y'all. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Absolutely the same. So, and congratulations. Oh, thank you. As well. Really excited to kind of follow this first cohort and, you know, many more journeys yes. through the program. So, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Okay.